that'll do it in five, four, three, two. And Miles just welcomed us to a new episode oh, of Who Gives just, a Hoot. Just <laughs> stepping all over us this time. That's all right. Uh, it's dark. Uh, there's probably still squirrels, just like I, last I, week. That was, definitely, that was definitely a squirrel. Uh, I'm Ryan. Uh, as you as you can tell, I'm back with Ben. Uh, right, <laughs> it's another right? classic Ryan and Ben pod before a Madison game. It's another classic uh, C team, apparently, because Riley labeled the last one A plus B equals C, and I I don't think Riley understands how uh, how GPAs work uh, <laughs> with with that math because I'm pretty sure that does not average to a C, but. Whatever Riley wants to believe. He wasn't Look, here. As long He's as not... Riley knows how a fax API works, then... Uh... Fair enough. Um, I also think Riley decided not to join us tonight because he's still sad about how bad Ajax kicked the crap out of Dortmund. Uh, I had to get that out of the way because there was an over-under on how much we'd talk about it, and I told everybody to bet the under, and that's all we're going to say tonight. That's, uh, that sounds great. Um... So... We just have tiny, tiny bit of news. Uh, right. Uh, so, team of the week, you want to you take on a we had a, We had three on team of the week, which USL League One informs most of any team. Well, and glad they can do math. That's good. <laughs> you want to – I mean, we all know who it is, right? So, one thing that I think is interesting, do you think any other players – there has to be more than one player besides Tobias who's made – Team of the week in multiple positions on the season. Ooh. On this season, I don't know. I, I don't pay close enough attention to the other teams, but I, I would have to believe in basically three seasons that another player has played, you know, midfield and defense or midfield and forward and has made team of the week somehow. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I guess mean, it depends I, too what you consider over... multiple positions. What? I guess it depends what you consider multiple positions. Like if someone was in the center and made team of the week and then played a wing, you know, they're still midfield, but yeah, yeah. I, I think like, I'd say a different line. I don't know. This is how you and I end up doing 75 minute pods. Sure. Let's move on I, from this. Yeah. So, uh, and then Evan, Congrats Evan to also, Toby. that's a pretty cool achievement. Yeah. Evan, of course, player of the week, player of the week. Yep. Cause nobody loves hat tricks. Like league one loves hat tricks. I mean, I'm not trying to take anything away from <laughs> Evan's no-footed hat trick, but yeah, you know the I, the league goes crazy for goals. Yeah, See, I know. I, I, race. All right, so I'm actually going over my uh, my IX mentions, but uh, I posted a thing on Discord today about uh, Hilaire scoring. He's leading the Champions League right now in goals scored, and I was reminded that scoring goals doesn't make you the best player. And then my retort to that was, unless you're in USL League One, where goals are the only thing that matters. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Goals and assists way, are pretty much all Greg that Greg and Evan out there, I absolutely love you guys. You're the best strike team in the league. And I'm not trying to take anything away from you. But I have built my entire reputation around the idea that assists are really important, which is probably why Evan Boyce made Team of the Week. Yeah, well, I think that's why – I mean, Toby had an all-around great match, but I think that's why Toby's up there too. Um, I mean, basically, I I really wanted to – it's very clear that Evan scored off his 
uh, stomach and not any lower, which uh-huh. uh, unfortunately mm-hmm. means you can't really make any jokes. But we're a family pod, so let's move on. I don't know. Uh, Owen Owen Godberson uh, quoted it as hip thrust FC. So uh, on Twitter, so I I'm good with I'm good with that name. Um, all right, let's let's talk a little bit about what happened on Saturday. I actually ended up rewatching the match or watching the match for the first time, technically, uh, after it was over. So I already knew the final score, but you know, it's a lot easier to watch uh, games back when your team wins four to one than any other time. Um, yes. So uh, I think the first question outside of uh, hip thrust FC, what was what was our favorite moment of this match? So I'm not sure I actually saw the ball go into the net ever in that game. The first two goals I was talking during. No. <laughs> the first one, the first one was 90 seconds into the game. I had a bunch of stuff of Riley's that he'd left in my car that I was giving <laughs> to him. And then I was introducing Riley to somebody. And like, because of that, none of us saw the first goal. And then the second goal is on the berm, right? It's hard to see goals on the berm. Yep. Um, and then... I think it was the third or fourth goal that I finally saw, but uh, like it's, it's hard to pay attention when you're hanging out with your friends and your team is just destroying the other team. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, you know, watching it back, I think I I had more than one favorite moment. Uh, Definitely watching, we scored four goals and not a single one of those goals touched a foot (laughs) because even Amir's was a header. Yeah, um, I mean, Amir's was, a, Amir's was a header of great beauty. Oh, it was a J.P. Skiers header, parallel to the ground, heads it in. That it was, it was a thing of beauty. That nothing, not to take away from Evan getting his second hat trick in a month, uh, but I, I think Amir's header was probably my favorite moment to watch, just because it, it's one of the more improbable ways to score with your head. Yes, where you're literally diving for the ball. I mean, it happens when you play video games all the time, but those are video games. <laughs> like, I play a lot of video games where I die and come back. So, um, but you know, him, it, it, that's hard to do in real life. Um, and then obviously, I think just probably my favorite thing overall is I, I tweeted before this game started, I said, Oh, Jay's mad, mad about what happened against Greenville because that he rolled that lineup out. And I was like, Oh, he's going, he, he's going all offense. Like even, even yeah. putting Toby in there, uh, you know, putting Toby in there right back and, and letting him go up. I mean, the first assist 90 seconds into the match comes from Toby, you know, it's, it was just Jay. You could tell Jay was ready to stomp on somebody. No. And I think, uh, I think that attitude is going to continue for me. Yeah. Um, I think what will be enduring is, you know, you watch, you watch people on TV, you see them in person and they look different mm-hmm. and like the, the youth, like some of those players look so young from NCFC. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, good on them. And uh, you know, I had a, I had a blast. Um, you know, Emerson had a friend come to the game, shout out to everybody that uh, you know, Kyle, uh, Sean, Mike, mm-hmm. who helped uh, who helped those people enjoy the game, so you know, I had a blast. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I and uh, I, I got my tickets out to a couple different people um, so they could go, and I'm glad everybody was able to show up that did. And um, you know, I, I, 
I gotta give NCFC some credit. They go down one nil that early and turn around and score right away. You know, was yeah. it like fifteen minutes later they score? Pretty legit um, goal too. Yeah, and uh, also a really odd looking goal that they scored. Uh, he, I don't even think he was technically facing the goal when he touched the ball. Yeah, it's one of those um, like back of the head headers. Yeah, so I mean, it was a well played goal, but. I mean, good on our guys. We weren't technically down, but to give up a goal, you know, after you've just scored to then go back and put, you know, two more in the first half on them. Um, I think that's, that's the kind of mentality we need. And, you know, I, we talked about after the Greenville match, those guys said they were angry and I think they came out angry. <laughs> that's what happened. And, uh, you know, our, our next question, did, did we learn anything from this match? I'll tell you the things I learned. If Toby has to stay or has to play it right back for any reason or move back there for us, I'm not worried about it. No, he's, he's uh, an amazing, he's an amazing right back. Yeah. Um, I'd say I, I've, it, it's reestablished that we not only probably have the best strike duo, but we have a pretty good threesome up there when you include voice. Um, when, when Evan, Greg and Devin are playing off of each other, it, it's fun to watch. Yeah, and, um, I mean, you know, it almost doesn't matter who else is out there. Yeah, and I, I think the other thing I learned is um, that Jay, Jay's going for – I think he's going for blood on uh, tomorrow. We're recording on Tuesday night. but yep. I, It's going to be out tomorrow morning. Yeah, I, I mean, if, if you're listening to this on Wednesday morning, today, tonight, I think that Jay's – he's going for blood. I have a I have a hard time believing we we roll out well, anything other than a full strength lineup tonight so, or tomorrow night. Yeah, it's uh it's all there. Um, yeah. let me ask you one last question about this game, and then yeah, and we'll, we'll launch right into preview for tomorrow night. Um, Evan Conway mm-hmm. making up for lost time. Do you think? I mean, this is an offensive explosion from Evan, like we've never seen from him. Yeah. Do you think his like his craft is getting better, or do you think he's just a man on a mission to not give up his personal streak of uh, last time he didn't lead his team in goals on a season was his sophomore year of college or <laughs> high school? Excuse me, sophomore year of high school. He did his last two years of high school. Uh, he did all four years of college. He did his USL two team and our team last year. So I think when you have a guy that has a nose for goal, he's going to score goals. Um, I think that, you know, we, we always joke about Jay, like bringing guys back and it's like three weeks and they're on the, on the video board. And that means they're close to coming back or whatever. But, you know, I think when Evan came back, he wasn't a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And, and sure. we're, we're seeing, we're seeing him. I think we talked about it last week. We're, we're watching Evan Conway become, healthy and become who he is supposed to be in front of us. And he's just had to play through it a little bit. And I think sometimes that's just all it takes. Uh, Well, I think, I think it's hard. Like this is what we saw at the beginning of the season, right? Like, you know, the first three games of the season, let me just pull up my, uh, pull up my little chart here. Give me one second, please. You're fine. We've only got eight minutes, Ben. We're doing really well. I know we're doing we're doing incredibly well. It's gonna be uh you know, we got another like sixty-five plus to go. <laughs> so just so everybody else knows, Ryan and I are recording later than usual in hopes to keep this short. 
Yeah. It helps, uh, it helps when your team like uh, runs out for one. Like I, I, I haven't done data dump yet because I'm like, what do I even write? Like, like wh- how do you even talk about a game like that? Like they just like stomped all over everybody. It's like toward the end of the season. Like, I'm not sure there's anything. Well, and we stomped arguably the worst team in the league, right? Like maybe now granted they have a shout to not end the season in last place, but I don't think it's going to happen. And so it's one of those things. It's like when you beat who you're supposed to beat and you dominate a team, you're supposed to dominate. It's kind of hard to just pile on. And, you know, I mean, we, we all saw or felt like this was coming from North Carolina in general this season because of the, move down the way their roster looked immediately. So it, I mean, it's hard to be like, Oh, you know, we, we just, we came out of nowhere. I mean, we talked about it last week after Greenville, this was, this is a get right game. And that's, yeah. that's how they took it. We took it as a get right game and that's okay. We need that yeah. sometimes. I, I think, I think what we're seeing is what was promised at the start of the season when, you know, our goal scorers were Greg Hurst and Evan Conway. You know, the mm-hmm. first three games, game winners were Conway, Conway, Hurst. Um, you know, and I know yep. that first game they both scored. Um, you know, Conway had the winner in Fort Lauderdale. I'm just pulling up the match here to see who scored the other one. But, you know, and then Greg had the only goal we had in uh, New England. And, you know, I, I think that's where we're getting to. Is that his only away goal, too? Or no, he scored a No, he scored away. He uh, just Dami, to score. Dami, Dami scored okay. uh, his first of the season. So, like, you know, you his look at those first banger five, of the season. Yeah, you look at those first five goals and, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I really think that sets the tone for well, uh, the whole and season I, and what we're seeing right now. Well, I think, too, what we're seeing right now is what we all expected, which was, if, if you have two prolific strikers, two guys that you have to watch for, one of them is going to get loose at some point, you know, and yeah, did you see the meme Dami posted. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's good. You know, it's good when, you know, the forwards are good when like, you know, arguably the best player on the team is making memes about it. <laughs> uh, well, actually, I think he borrowed that from, uh, was it Tim? I think Tim. Yeah, fair enough. I think it's Tim did memes about it. Yeah. But uh, no, I, you know, I just think, I think it's exactly what you look for in any level of soccer. You have two really good forwards and somebody has to cover them. I think Greg was, was, has been drawing more attention because Evan was not scoring and Greg was the guy scoring. And for whatever reason, people are leaving him open now. Cause who was Evan's other, was his other hat trick? Was that Tormenta? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, not to take – hat tricks are hard to do either way. Uh, but, you know, both of his hat tricks have been against against those, you know, that caliber of team, teams that are yeah. eliminated. Well, I mean, what, what you didn't see because you weren't there is he uh, he gets on – Evan gets on the uh, big screen after the game and goes, you know, it's always great to get three easy goals. <laughs> oh, like, oh my gosh did he really just say that that's so mean. that's amazing that's so disrespectful they're still on the field <laughs> yeah well oh yeah that was uh yeah so he did share tim's uh tim's meme where his cover hearse conway beats us cover conway hearse beats us but that you mean uh you mean based meme lord yeah uh, ranting blue penguin ranting blue penguin yes 
Um, here, the reality is, is like, the, if if you're a fan of this team like we are, if you're listening to this podcast, you're likely a fan of this team, or you follow USL really closely. But if you want to see Omaha win a championship, this is how it's going to happen, is you have two guys – for the first time in league history, you have t- a pair of teammates that both have 10 or more goals in the season. You have both guys that are playing a high caliber. You have the guys behind them that now know I, it's not only one guy we have to get the ball to. If they have to take their eyes off or keep their eyes on Evan and Greg, that opens Dami up for things. It can open Devin. Up. I mean, it just opens a lot of a lot more up for us that – this it's almost like that stuff's all clicking at the right time. We just yeah. need it to click against a Greenville. We need it to click against a Chattanooga against, we need to see it happen on. I know I'm jumping ahead of Madison. We're going to talk about Madison here in a minute, yeah. but well, and, and I think we need goes, to see it Saturday against Richmond, man. Like yeah. it, we got to have, it, I'm not saying we got to score four on Richmond, but we got to show that we can beat a top six team here going into the end of the season. Well, I think, you know, going back to like uh, talking about what do you learn from a game like this? And I think, you know, one thing that I'm reflecting on too is like, it's hard to talk about these games without veering into like playoff preview territory. Right. Right. Like, cause in, you know, I, I hopefully we'll do like a big pod for playoff preview. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I think the moral, uh, the moral on this is we're really close to the playoffs. Uh, we're in great, we're in great form, great shape. Yep. And hey, oh, by the way, we would be we would be doing a giant disservice because the news came out after you and I recorded last week. If we didn't mention the guy that posted that or retweeted that meme, Dami was also Player of the Month in September. Um, so you're yes. talking about the guy that won Player of the Month. That's, I mean, I think that just shows this team unity. Like he's like, I won Player of the Month, but look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can't these stop are the two forward. dudes. Yeah, you can't yeah. stop our forwards. So yeah. Um so with that win, our magic number is now down to three. Um, oh perfect. And three three points, meaning if we win uh tomorrow or today, whatever day you're listening if it, if you're listening to this in the future, um if we if we beat Madison, we guarantee first place. I we win uh, we win we win a trophy. And not some supporters trophy, because uh, just as a reminder, Addison supporters didn't want to do a trophy with us. Um, but you know what? Who cares? Because we're going to win a real trophy by beating them. We're going to win whatever the USL equivalent of the supporters shield is. So is that a real thing? I didn't even know if that was a real thing. Let's, let's, let's call it what it is. The regular season championship. We're, we can win the regular season championship. Is that what Greenville won last year, or did they? That is what Greenville won, and and because, um, you know, there was a global pandemic on that was rampaging through the country, um, and affected our players possibly because of their personal relationships. Uh, Because of that, we didn't get a chance to play in a championship game, and so the league decided that the regular season champion should win the championship. I honestly had no idea that this league even had. This is so sad. I helped run a podcast. I had no idea that we had a supporter shield. I'm, I'm honestly not sure they did, but Evan Conway uh, made a post about it on Instagram. And there you so go. I assumed, assumed it was true. They, he said, I, so, uh, with the next one. So I, sure uh, I have a pinned tweet, uh, hashtag self promotion. But uh, if you follow me, I did a whole thread to, uh, yesterday 
about about this playoff thing. The one big takeaway from about these three points and why it I, – I don't know what funky math the league's doing that they claim that we haven't secured a first-round buy and haven't secured top two when a win guarantees us first place. That's weird to me. But – which is basically where my rant started with my thread because they're just like – I anybody that knows me um, – especially those that have helped me with or that I've been a part of parliament and part of the board on parliament with before they know that math is not my strong suit. (laughs) So, but like, this is very basic math, but here's the reality. We beat Madison on Wednesday. We are the only team that can surpass 50 points. And if we get those three points, we will hit 50 on the dot, which means no one can overtake us for first place. And let's say something tragic happens and we draw. Does Madison advance? I believe it still mathematically eliminates them. Oh, ba- yeah, anything, it does. <laughs> anything less, anything <laughs> that is not a loss for us in this match mathematically eliminates Madison from the playoff. Do you think that matters to them? I think it does. I mean, here's the reality. This yeah. is what you this is what you and I talked about last week too. Like we would rather have Madison come in tight and come in with something to play for uh versus having them come in with nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. Um they they uh, technically speaking of, of speaking still of have losing, something to lose. They have the worst uh, five game record in the league right now. Yeah, I, honestly, this getting rescheduled to this time is almost really good for us. Almost perfect. The fact that that game, that other game, got lightened out. Like they're on, they're on a worse run of form. Yeah. Oh yeah. They've they've just plummeted. Yeah. Like I I don't know because I don't pay attention. I can't tell you why they're so terrible right now. Oh, I haven't Um, watched a single one of their matches, but it's just you know just looking at the on paper they they're on a worse run of form right now than they were when Dalton had scored a header and we were up one nil when that game had to get postponed because of lightning. Absolutely. I, so, I mean, the, it's, it's hitting at the right time. Not that I, I think the players and the fans on our side probably have a little bit more like want to for this whole thing, but. Oh, I think, I think, I think it's going to be a very light crowd tomorrow night at Warner park, but I think it is yeah. going to be a very, very engaged crowd. Well, which happens a lot on those midweek games at Warner Park mm-hmm. that we've noticed is when we have closer to that 3,000 mark or a little bit less, it tends to be the diehards. Unfortunately, I will not be one of those diehards. We have prior engagement that was pre-scheduled before this match got rescheduled. Yes, um, thank you. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, the people that want to be there are going to be super engaged. They're going to be loud. Um you know, well, I guess are we are we worried we don't end this? Are we worried that Madison beats us somehow? Well, let me talk. Let me talk the attendance thing first. You know, I, okay. I one thing I, I'm sure I've mentioned on this pod a bunch of times with the Colorado Rapids is, you know, when they would play on a Wednesday night, it would be magical because you'd get seven or eight thousand less people. You know, it'd be ten thousand instead of you know eighteen thousand in that stadium. Yeah, but every single person was there because they cared enough to go to a soccer game on a Wednesday night. And that meant 
people were living and dying on every pass. And like, you know, yeah. you add all those people, but you don't add any intensity. Um, and now I don't think that's the case at Werner Park because I think, yeah. you, you know, those 3,500 folks that are coming out are, are living and breathing it, right? Like, um, well, you know, and we're I, talking maybe 500 talk less people. Yeah. And, and we could talk yeah. for like hours about, you know, the team's marketing strategy and whatever. But, but the reality is, is being the like thing to do on a Saturday night for a family crowd yet yeah. for the soccer team. And so everybody who shows up there on a game, like is, is there for a, a soccer experience. And like, you know, I, I think what we found at Morrison is different stadium configuration enhances the, the crowd and the energy, Absolutely. but the crowd, and the energy is there at Warner park too. Yeah. Well, I mean, almost to a man, the, the guys that you talk to, the, the players, even Jay, they, they hear the noise on the field. They talk about that. They can hear us. So, I mean, it's not, it's not going unnoticed. I think it's unnoticed to us on the berm because we can't, we don't get the echo that when we were standing right. there in Morrison, you could hear coming off of the West stand. So exactly. Um, I, look, I, you, you threw a question here about uh, how worried one to 10, how oh, worried yeah. are we that, uh, oh, that we that. don't end Madison season? I, I, so I'm one of those people that if you give me a Likert scale and there's a one to 10, I rarely give a one or a five or a 10 or whatever. Like I never go extreme low or extreme high because no one is awful, awful. And no one is ever like, so perfect. You just get better. You are just out there ruining net promoter scores everywhere. Aren't you Ryan? I am. Yes. Uh, but I was, I'm also a former trainer. So I hated when I got like all fives, but no comments. So on a one to five scale. Yeah. Um, now I'm definitely not over. I, I think worried. I'm like a three or a four, like mildly, like, okay, we may, and more, I'm more worried about that. We just end with a draw and just sounds awful, but I really just, I want, even if it's a one nil victory, I want to them to beat Madison and I want to just secure first place so that Saturday and October, and then on October 30th, those games can be very, a little bit more relaxing. We don't have to worry as much about, yeah, we can go out and chase, chase records for fun. Yeah, exactly. And uh, we're on pace right now that we can tie, uh, we can't tie Greenville's points from last year. Um, well, I guess it doesn't matter because they played less games, but we could tie North Texas from the first season if we went out. So, I mean, you know, it's one of those like, hey, let's go get 56 points th- at the end of the season and just yeah. try and do that. But you have to be Madison. Much so- more, yeah, the much more tangible thing is like, hey, guys, yeah. tomorrow night we can we can accomplish all our goals for the season mm-hmm. tomorrow night, right? We can get it done. We can get the whole thing done in 26 games. And then it's, you know, then all we need to do is win two games and we're champions. Yep. Right. Well, or we can accomplish all of our regular season goals tomorrow night. So let's, let's exactly. go out there and do it. And I think we will see that reflected in the lineup. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, absolutely. I mean, let's, yeah, let's, so let's talk about lineups a little bit or the lineup prediction a little bit. What, uh, what are you thinking? I, <laughs> so I've said all this, I think we're going to see Kevin and goal. Well, and that, honestly, I'm okay with that. I, I think that resting Shido for 
a midweek match against Madison who hasn't been – have they scored a goal in a while? Did they score in the Henny Derby? Yeah, they scored two. Okay, so the, I, but those are their first two goals in like five games, right? Well, let's just for fun read off their last results. 3-2, to, to they lost – or I guess 2-3 to three to Richmond. 0-1 mm-hmm. to one to New England. 0-1 mm-hmm. uh, to one to Richmond. 0-1 to one to New England. Uh, one uh, and a, a 1-1 one, one draw with Greenville. So they scored three goals in their last five games and have come away with one point. <laughs> yes. So but I guess here's my thing. Like Kevin and Kevin's a great keeper. And I, I think that Kevin was brought in for the right reasons, but this is why you have a strong backup keeper is because you have these midweek games like this, where you have a team coming in that's not – I mean, yes, they scored two against uh, against Richmond, but they also have been struggling to score prior to that. So they're not prolific in front of goal. Their, their goal difference right now uh, is uh, – I think – yeah, this was after the Henny Derby. So their goal difference right now is minus four. Yeah, I'm looking this up too. Yeah. Um, they've – They've they They've still the fewest goals in the league. Yeah, they're still sitting on. Uh, I mean, they're tied for the least amount of wins with North Carolina. The only thing saving them from being at the same level is they have significantly seven more draws than North Carolina does. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I think. Uh, so I, I mean, know. that's. I I guess. All that to be said, if you roll Kevin out on Wednesday, it saves Shido for Richmond, and it saves him then for North Texas going into the playoff. Yeah, uh, well, and, and you know, I, I we've talked about this before. I think, you, you know, I think Jay made promises to some of these guys about how many games they'd play, and and I, absolutely. I'm sure that he's not fulfilled that promise to Kevin yet. <laughs> yeah, I think if Kevin would start against Madison, I think that'd be his fourth or fifth start, yeah. possibly. So. I mean, yeah, that seems about – I mean, we talked about it when Kevin was brought in. He's probably promised, you know, four or five games in the regular season. I, I think that makes sense. Plus, it also gives him another match under his belt at Werner Park prior to the run into the end, just in case, God forbid, anything happens to Rashid. Yeah. Kevin – you know, Kevin's had another game under the lights at Werner Park. He's, you know, he's – he still kind of has that game mode going. He's a gamer. I – I think you see Kevin. I think we see Kevin's fourth start tomorrow night. Fourth, okay, yeah. Which yeah. I think that's right in line with what we were thinking. Yes. Uh, back back line wise, I think I, I said this as last week, but I mean, I don't, I don't have any problem if you roll, you know, Jake and Dalton out there, or you know, I I, I think I think we see a new combination maybe at center back because was I, it? I bet, we, I bet we see the full strength back line. You know, because uh, sure. Sosa got a, Sosa got a rest. You know, um, Dalton got a rest. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as was I it, Blake, it was Blake and the wall, right? Yeah, and and yeah. I mean, as I said, you know, between Blake, Jake, and Dalton, yeah, we can't go wrong. Yeah, I, I'm ashamed to admit I'm watching baseball, but I am a lifelong Red Sox fan, and they just dropped a ball in the outfield in top of the ninth. It's pretty annoying. Yeah. Um, at least it wasn't Buckner. Yeah. No, you know, that, that, that all went away, but like this was anyway. But yeah. Um, so, um, 
Yeah, I mean, full full strength back line makes sense. I I don't know that we have a weak back line. I mean, even Toby starting for Sosa uh, on Saturday, it didn't weaken that back line at all. Um, no, no, Toby's, if, Toby's a pretty damn good right back. If if anything, and I love Sosa, and I think he's been a great captain, and he's earned that armband. But if anything, Toby's better on the ball than Sosa is. I, I mean, he's he, Toby's next level, right? Like that's yeah. the. Um, um, midfield, I, I, it, I have a really hard time believing that unless Devin Boyce is uh, tied to something or has been seriously gravely like, and I mean, like his leg is broken injured. I mean, the man played with a broken hand last year. Yeah. Like, but literally like he can't walk injured. Um, not, I mean, not the, he will go out there if he can't even run a hundred percent. I guarantee you that. <laughs> So, like, literally, they would have to, like, tranquilize him to not put him on the field. So, Devin's out there. Um, I Jay has the, the faith in Connor. Connor got an assist uh, on Saturday. Uh, so, it wouldn't shock me to see Connor out there. Uh, honestly, outside of, of Rashid not starting, I think we see a full-strength lineup because I think Jay knows – you win this, you guarantee home games through the playoffs, you guarantee first place. It's everything, all your regular season goals, all you have to do is go and beat the coldest team in the league yep. on a Wednesday night in October at Warner Park. On uh, a day where our temperature is dropping from close to 80 to our high tomorrow being like 60. So, it. I mean, I know they're playing Wisconsin, but it's going to be chilly tomorrow night. So, yeah, and aren't they coming from somewhere warm too? Um, are they? I don't know. Oh, my this goes this goes to one oh, of your other this goes to one of your other questions, which was oh my gosh, they gotta take time. a bus down. Yeah, sounds horrible. So you asked the question: uh, When was the last time you thought about a Madison fan? I'm gonna be honest; it <laughs> hasn't been a long time since I've thought about Madison. Uh, I think uh, I think I I. After the first time they played here, I barely thought about them when they came to town the second time. Yeah. Uh, and so about the time I left the stadium, because I saw the referee calling the game off, I, I don't think I've thought much about them since. Yeah. I mean, honestly, so glorious. I've enjoyed about, about a specific fan that I've thought of. Uh, I've become friends with Kyle Carr uh, just through Twitter and stuff. Um, so I still interact with him, but most of the things that he has been posting about over the last week or so have been about the Milwaukee Bucks because the NBA started back up. Uh, yeah, so yeah, it's between the Bucks and the you yeah. know the Mingos. Yeah, well, and uh, Kyle's been a lifelong Bucks fan, um, and uh, the life of Madison forward Madison fan, but not his whole life fan. So. Yeah, I think that sometimes your uh, your first love prevails from time to time, but um, I I don't know. I mean, honestly, like I think after that first season, you know, Madison was kind of the jewel of a fandom and what everybody pointed to, and they've had two really rough seasons in a row, results wise, position in the table wise, and. All the, all the culture and all the fan stuff that you generate is great, but if you are doing that for a team that's not like showing the results on the back end. Uh, a, another trait of you and I doing a podcast, I bring up college football all the time, but uh, <laughs> I, 
Dirk Chatwin wrote an article about Nebraska football, and he said, you dedicate – and, of course, college football, there's less games. You dedicate 40 – at least 40 hours of your life of, of the year to watching Nebraska football games, and the least they can do is come out and actually perform for you. And I feel the same – but, you know, you got to extrapolate that out because they put way more than 40 hours of their time into Ford Madison. Yeah, but, I mean, just if you watch all 28 games at about two hours a piece, right? That's yeah, 50 something hours, 56 hours. Yeah. And that's, that's, lit- and that's not, I mean, I know from having helped them, then the president of a board being back on the board for a short time this season, you're running a supporters group. It's not just those 50 to 60 hours you're putting in of, of watching the games. You're, it's also the other stuff you have to do. And, the stuff like you and I do, right? We're recording podcasts and doing all this stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, the least your team – as a fan, sometimes you feel like the least my team could do is perform for me and give me something. Um, a lot of the Madison fans are Arsenal fans, though, too. So, maybe, you know, maybe they're I used to it. That they're used to it. Um, Have we got any more questions left here? What uh, – so I won't be there because, uh, as I said, so I, I'll be home in time to watch the majority of the match on TV, but I would not make it out to Warner Park. Uh, so, Ben, we beat Madison. Hell, we draw Madison. Zero, zero, draw, one, one, draw. Oh, you, get a pick, you get a song to pick that you want to sing to them that is not on the usual rotation of chants that we have. Are you going with the the goodbye the na 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 goodbye song, or are you going with the you're getting sacked in the morning? Oof! I would love a chance to legit sing "You're Getting Sacked in the Morning." My favorite example of that song being sung is uh, right after Jose Mourinho decided to set his whole career on fire by firing the physio at Chelsea. Yeah, uh, the next game. Um, the physios ran on the field and the entire opposing, like they were away and the entire stadium breaks into you're getting sacked in the morning. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah really funny. Um, I think it's man city fans. So uh, well, but, yeah. less funny now. Yeah. Yeah. But, but hilarious, right? Like, yeah. Um, I don't, I don't have enough ill will toward Carl Craig Um to, to do that now if the players thought I was singing about them since you know they are likely to get sacked pretty soon um, I, I, you know maybe but I, I think just on ease uh, things like I, I think spending that stoppage time just singing uh, singing their season to sleep mm-hmm. um, I, I think would uh, would leave me very happy and warm me up after a potentially cold evening I, I think that the you know the goodbye song as most of us no, no, refer no, no, yeah no. I, honestly I think that that is probably the one that uh, that would get sung just because it's the easiest one to get the entire crowd behind because everybody exactly. knows that song exactly you know, we have enough people that are just getting into soccer or they've only been in soccer for a short time they haven't watched. EPL or Bundesliga or any of the stuff that, but you sing that song, it doesn't matter where you are. People know that song and they'll get behind it just because it's fun to sing it at other people. Yeah. So I, I mean, if I was there, that'd be the one that I would be joining in with and, because I think 
it's also so recognizable that if you're on the field as a player and you start hearing that uh, as one, as an Omaha player, you're going to, and if we're winning, you're going to be very happy that our, I would be happy as a player that my fans are singing that to this other team. But then as Madison players, it just kind of hits it again, right? Like, Oh yeah, yeah, you're still not good. I also have a, I don't know. I, I just have this feeling that Madison's not necessarily going to get rid of Carl Craig after uh, one season. I, I don't think so either, unless the team has really quit on him and they know it. Yeah. But I, I don't see it as the team has it's, it's lower league soccer, like 101 is what he's trying to do. They just aren't doing the one side of it that Greenville did against us, which is he wants to score and then defend. And they're, mm. a, they're a decent defensive team. They're not a terrible defensive team. Uh, they, they have to be somewhat decent to have 11 draws instead of having, you know, those turn into losses. But, like – And then again, they're averaging less than one goal a game. Yeah, exactly. So it's like – you have to have the other side of it, which is where you have to score goals. I'm sorry, so, that's unfair. If we if we shut them out tomorrow, they will be averaging one goal per game. Well, still, that's yeah. <laughs> I mean, we also are sitting with a goal difference of is it still is it 18 or 19? Yeah, I mean it's it's absurd. The next Chattanooga is the next closest, and I think their goal difference is like six. Yeah, it's so, nine. Yeah, there you go. So, I mean, we're just, we've more than we've either doubled or more than doubled the goal difference with them. What happens um, when you lose four and you lose those four one nothing? That's very true. Well, and I, when's the last time we gave up multiple goals in a game? It's uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I think it was New England four. Yeah, I think it was. New- I think that's the only time we've done it. Yeah. All right, uh, I got two watching, more I'm just watching things go. Uh, things go not the Red Sox way. Sorry. No, you're um, fine. I got two more questions for you. Um, oh, hold on. Let me let me answer your question though. Oh yeah. We have given up two goals twice this season. Yeah. See, there you go. It's, that's why we have the Golden Boot uh, likely winner, and we have. What's no, considered probably no, 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 we are not going to win. We're not golden boot. Sorry, golden glove is what I meant to say. This yeah. is what happens when it's ten forty-five on a on a Tuesday. I know uh, we've gone. We've we yeah. we still got a ways to go to forty-five, but we're we're running a no. little long. All right, last two questions. Last two. All right, so uh, neither one of these are super serious questions. Uh, so question one: You and I recorded tonight uh, so that we could have this out before the Madison match. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I assume Luke and Riley are going to take the uh, the next one after the Madison match before Richmond. Do you think the two of them do a good pod together? I'm I'm fascinated to hear. I don't think they've ever done one, right? I don't know that it's only been the two of them. I think it, it's either been all four of us or you weren't able to be there, but the three of us were doing it. Yeah, I, I think like um... – I think it'll be really interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, when, when we were coming up with this plan today um, and I messaged Riley at work and he was like, Nope, not going to happen. Uh, I was like, I was really excited um, to hear what the two of them, you know, end up doing on yeah. a pod. I, I think too, like it really depends on what happens tomorrow night. You know, 
we we win, and I think that it's going to be them being very well. Riley Moore because uh, Luke's level of of uh, enthusiasm as far as how he expresses it isn't as high as Riley's, but I think it's going to be a very uh, high energy podcast if if we win. Um, if we draw or lose, God forbid, um, I think that it's going to be probably a lot more of an interesting. Well, listen. I think I, I think if we if we don't win, all mm-hmm. of a sudden, like like, I, and and this is the reason that I think all the chips go into the table tomorrow night is because if we don't win, all of a sudden, it's a lot more of everything. Like all of a sudden, you have to beat Richmond to secure first place right yeah, or or draw the or draw three matches in a row which doesn't feel good going into the playoff right right we've never yeah. been richmond um richmond's one of the few teams to beat us at home yeah. um you know we would then have to go at north texas to get a result and like all of a sudden you know it goes from a simple step to the mountaintop to Mm-hmm. A steep, slippery scramble to the mountaintop, and so I think yeah. uh, things are going to get a lot more clenched. No, no squeaky bum time, right? Yeah, um, exactly. I, 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 since we won't get sock Richmond too much, I, I want the win on against Madison because then I feel like the guys are going to play a lot looser, and you get a result against Richmond at home, no matter what happens against North Texas on the thirtieth. Then you've beaten Richmond at home. So if Richmond somehow is our semifinal match, you know, them being in fourth or fifth place, you have that to rely on of, hey, we just beat these guys at home. They're coming back three weeks later. We can beat them again, right? Like, it's just those types of things that I would feel better about if we could beat Richmond. But I think that it's going to be a lot easier to beat Richmond if we beat Madison tomorrow. Yes. I, so, I, yes, exactly. I, I think the easiest way to 56, well, <laughs> this is, this is uh, the dumbest thing I've ever said on this podcast. The easiest way to 56 points is to win tomorrow night. But I mean, also the only way to 56 points <laughs> is to tomorrow night. But like, you yeah. know, I, I think, I think the point being, it's much like winning those last two games feels a lot easier if we win tomorrow night. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, Honestly, I, any, we need a result no matter what tomorrow night. So, uh, I mean, I, I, I think you, you lose to Madison and it gets even uh, – your butt clenches a little bit more the 23rd and the 30th because – Oh, my gosh, 23rd, 30th, whatever playoff games we end up in. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we, we got to keep beating the worst teams in the league. <laughs> well, that's – yeah, exactly. It comes back to – Yes, they are not down at the bottom with, with North Carolina, who is clearly mathematically the worst team this year, but and really just eye test the worst team. But this is another one of those teams like Tormenta, like North Carolina. Handle your business. You are a better team than them. You're on a better run of form right now than they are, even with that one nil loss to Greenville. Like you take that loss out, we've scored twelve goals in four games, right? Yeah. I mean, we've scored that, 12 goals in five games, right? Yeah, I like, mean, we've yeah, given up. Be that yeah. team. Yeah. Be that team. That's that's what we need them to be. So, uh, 
All right, we, we just got one last question, and then we will be out of here in about a tight 45, which is 30 minutes less than last time. There we go. All right. They're tight All 45 right. for us. That's right. You ready for the last question? I'm, I'm ready. I'm so ready. All right. Who gives a hoot? We, we do. do.